We're going to the gate. We're going to the gate. We're going to the gate. You know what? I don't want to play defense. Are you kidding me? Boys, game noon. What the hell's going on? You're playing it safe. I a brick. It's amazing. No way in hell I'm touching it. Are you kidding? You. I. That was really fun. Hello and welcome to the Sports Anomaly. I'm your host, Adrian Tadzaniga, and I'm joined live by Jeff the Commish Solomon. Hello, Jeff. Hi, Todd. And Brian the Gilhooly Holiday. Brian, how are you doing? Doing well. Fantastic. All right. Just so everybody knows, this is a very special episode of the Sports Anomaly. Now, we haven't done an episode of the Sports Anomaly for a while, which is just a general failing on my part. But what's cool is you're going to get two episodes this month. Um, the next one we're going to be doing, we're going to be recording soon. It's going to be a Christmas movie draft, and it is going to be a delight. So hold on to your uh, Santa hats until then. So the reason this is a very special episode of the Sports Anomaly is because it's come to our attention over the course of the last two to three months that uh, Madden 22 is um, is like a shape-shifting, fascinating um, experience. And I wanted to just talk through Madden 22 in a in kind of a philosophical way, talk about what we're experiencing, how it's been going for us, but also to, uh, in my opinion, say that it is in fact the right game for this time. And uh, I'm going to explain that very briefly, and then we'll just start jumping in. And we can talk about it, Madden 22, in whatever you way, way you guys want. We're skipping the love it's and hates it, hate it's. We're not going to have a 95, a 96 team bracket to break down. Um, but the reason I think it's a game for this time is that it is um, hugely divisive, makes you want to fucking kill yourself and kill other people. Just like, oh shit, I shouldn't want to kill people or myself. Um, it's so punishing and brutal. And then also, even when you succeed or have joy, it feels hollow and kind of like, yeah, but it's going to fucking smash down on me again. So uh, with that premise, uh, Jeff, what do you have to say? Uh, are you familiar with the Irish folktale of a changeling? No. Uh, a changeling is a baby that replaces your own baby, and so, so at some point in the night, like, a fairy comes, steals your baby, and puts something else in its place, and it's usually sick and dying, and you have, like, a day to find the real thing and, and swap it back before it's yours forever. Anyway, given how much praise we had for the game when we first got it, I... I'm a big fan of, of folklore and, and stuff like that. I, it makes me think of that because it feels like we had this thing in our hands that we all really liked and it just sort of disappeared and was replaced with this horrible, sickly creature that we don't even recognize as the thing we had and we're desperate to find our original baby. Uh, and it sure feels like time is running out. And I will say, at least on our current settings, we haven't played for very long. But it doesn't feel like there's any change we can make, you know, bit by bit that's going to 
rescue this game in the way it needs to be. And I've heard a lot of things that I don't agree with. Um, like, oh, such and such game was better. Or we didn't have these problems before. I think every year's game is bad in its own unique ways. And we sort of forget about it as we move on. And I think we haven't had as much time with this game as we think we have because we keep changing the settings. So that goes into a little bit. But everyone's sort of remembering the last game in an incorrect way, I think, where you forget that there were certain routes that you were picked off automatically uh, just by throwing to that route. There were certain routes where you would throw the ball and your receiver would run out of bounds regardless of how you timed it. There was the finesse move bug glitch, whatever you want to call it, that let Yatir Gross Matos uh, have 50 sacks in a season. There were, like, th it goes on. Like, there were things wrong with last year's game, well, but now we're on to this year's game, and we're very focused on it, and there's momentum, which is just a, a butt punch over and over again, and these things that would possibly rescue you from, like, a horrible loss are the same things that are the most broken and the most frustrating. So I I don't – everyone is so frustrated. There's such a lack of joy right now. Even watching good games doesn't feel as fun as it used to, and uh, it's a real bummer of a time. Yeah, it's – I mean, your changeling uh, analogy is so apt. I was that, – that felt – really good to me because I uh, this podcast has if you listen to it at different points and only <laughs> listen to you might have bought what you think is the greatest Madden in the history of the world the, and then another point the worst Madden ever and then what we have now is like a pet cemetery <laughs> version of the changeling like it's definitely our son but oh god he's uh he's back from the dead and and I, I kind of want to not because I, I think getting into Madden 21 is definitely something we should do, and, and you've prefaced it in a in a great way because it's about comparison and all that and of short memories. But I kind of just want to stay on Madden 22 and and dig into it in some kind of very special episode of Sports Anomaly ways, um, but and not and almost not even over focus on our Madden league in it because it, I think it's just it sort of transcends. Uh, joy somehow and our league represents some joy but I, I we heard from Jeff we've heard a little from me um, Brian could you just sort of give us an overview of where you sit with it and kind of your experience and where you know your journey if you will yeah I was gonna I was gonna use the analogy of of, of getting a good deal on a, of a PS5 on eBay and you wait a few days for the shipping to get there and you open the box and some asshole put a PS4 in it. I, that's that's kind of, <laughs> that's how I feel like this game. But yeah, it's so weird because there was such a positive vibe about it when we first got our hands on it. And I remember too, not going too far back onto 21, but I remember going, yeah, I'm deleting the hell out of this shit in Madden 21 because this game sucks. Um, and now it's like, well, did 21 really suck days. that bad? Yeah, <laughs> right? Um, so yeah, I think... I don't know. I think Jeff's right in the sense too that that we haven't actually had that much time with it. Um, and I guess as far as my journey goes, I, I've gone back and forth, and 
finally I was just like, you know what, whether it's my, me, my skill level, the game itself, and what I actually believe is a combination of those two things together right now, I just, I just, it's just not for me right now. Um, so I'm just going to put it aside. I want to be part of the discord. I want to see, I mentioned that the other day, yesterday, I think that to me, it's more about all the people and stuff than it is about the game itself, right? Like we got people having babies, we got people changing jobs, all kinds of stuff. And, and the cool thing is about it is like, I've never met any of these people in person, but I feel like I know so many of them so well. So to me, like, that's kind of what it's about. Um, and the game itself is, um, yeah, it's just so, it's so weird. It's like an enigma of, I don't even know. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yes. I, I couldn't agree more. Like it's, it is baffling. Okay. Did either of you watch the game I played in the night? I did this morning. Okay. I did not. Uh, so I'm three and 10. I've struggled, um, I've largely been able to throw seven, to have seven turnovers a game. That's been like a standard. And I feel like that's happened when I'm like, fuck it. (laughs) Yeah. It's like when I'm just like, relax, I'm just going to have some fun and play my, like three picks. Oh, fuck. And then I'm catching up and I throw some. Or when I'm like playing a tight game and I'm going to, oh, I'm going to really buckle down three picks on three throws. It's a wild game. But today... I played, it was a division game. Um, I have a new philosophy, um, which has been ultimately working. I used it against the top team in the league and and was leading deep into the game and ended up losing. But, um, and it's basically just to, it's almost, and I, I put this on our Discord. When I drop back to pass, I literally, before I do, I, I whisper to myself, live in fear. Now, this actually is a holdover can, can to Madden hear that? 21. Uh, I would love to. I still haven't just adjusted my settings to where it, like, No, just right now. Me. I want to hear what that sounds oh, like. like. I'm just like, live in fear. Okay. <laughs> like, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> and so this goes back to Madden 21 when I played this same owner, and he would brutalize people on defense, and my division opponent, um, who was consistently better than me in the standings, he would lose to him, and then I always thought I could beat him, and then I beat him in the playoffs. I beat this amazing team in the playoffs, which shocked the world and all that. But it was through a live-in-fear philosophy. So what I've realized in Madden 22, if you're going to pass the ball, you have to live in fear. And today I played a game in which I basically pulled a Patriots versus Bills. My entire first drive in which I had to use a fake punt to get a fourth and one. But my entire first drive, I ran only ran the ball and uh, ended up scoring a touchdown. Then it was 14-0 me. Then it was 21-0 me. And then at that point, I was basically like, I've won this game barring some madness. And there was a soullessness to that because generally when you're – I remember, and this again is Madden 21, but like – you could blow a lead if you fucked around. It was a fuck around and find out situation. And in Madden 22, it's almost like, nah, I filled up my um, my meter. I I have it full. This guy is basically butt humped. Unless I call stupid defenses or whatever, but you can call it. And I had five picks through one pick, which I was like, what the fuck? How is that a pick? That trick of like throwing a deep ball and you see your wide receiver just sort of keeps at his pace, but the cornerback just like shoots past him and then catches it, which I'm just like, okay, that's interesting. It's a good um, phrase because... for this game that I hadn't um, 
verbalized before, which is most of the interceptions is like, what the? How did that become a pick? It's like right, which is really interesting because, uh, so again, I'm going to refer back to Madden 21, but I played a meaningful game of Madden 21 about three weeks ago, and I was playing my division rival. What's that? I just want to specify because there was a next gen version of Madden 21 last year that you mean last gen version. You mean Xbox last One? Gen. I do Xbox One version, and I threw a deep ball that I was like trying to thread the needle. The safety came over. He has an amazing safety, and my heart dropped. But then the safety just batted it away, and it was incompletion. So I took a risk, um, and it got batted away, and I was like. My heart drops, like hit my feet because I was like, oh, in Madden 21 or Madden 22, that would have been intercepted and very possibly would have been a touchdown. In no way in real football would this be at risk of that. Like it was a risk. It wasn't even a risky throw. It was a I was trying for a deep ball and he made a good play. Uh, but at the same time, I didn't feel like what Madden 22 does that is so exceptional. This is why it's the game for our times. It's like it takes like a diamond-tipped rod and just rams it through you every chance it gets. There's no, it's so relentless and it's so, it creates such a level of joylessness. It's actually impressive. It's actually exceptional. It's, it is a game that will make you, it's almost like transcends anger and digs deeper into something about you. That it, I was joking around about how it makes you want to kill people and kill stuff. It's di- it's different than that. It's so much psychologically deeper that it 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 has a spirit crushing aspect that is pandemic adjacent. That really just like just saps all the joy out of you. This thing, if we find out that this is like uh like a black hole that we are like putting into our homes and letting it suck our lives away, I would I would not be shocked. I would not be shocked. Do you guys agree with me that it's like a joylessness? And why do they intercept everything? Like you can knock the ball down. It doesn't, throwing seven picks, if I throw seven picks in more than three games, which I think I've definitely done, I usually throw in a couple fumbles too because I never, I can never slide. And I have Justin Fields, the he's more basketball player than, uh, <laughs> than quarterback when he runs over the line of scrimmage. He's a real dribbler. Um, to throw seven interceptions, it feels like you should be trying. It feels like I should basically be like, fuck it. I'm just going to throw. The- I don't give a fuck if they're covered or not. That's not what I feel is happening. And then, of course, the momentum meter is full against me. Every throw, like dudes are diving, jumping. And I'm just like, I don't know. I, I like I've thrown, I think in Madden 21, I probably had a six interception game. And that was that kind of game. I maybe have had a five interception game. I've had four interception games where you're just like, oh, I just couldn't, I just couldn't do it. But seven interceptions or seven turnovers, it's just like, there's there's that black hole at work. And I'm just like, there's, eh. go ahead, Brian. Uh, there's there's no such thing. At, like you hear this in, on a TV broadcast or whatever a lot, right? Like the quarterback's going to throw the ball or his guy's going to get it or nobody's going to get it. Right. Right. And that, that doesn't exist, right? Like on a deep ball, you're going to throw it deep over. It's either going to go over his head and out of bounds or your guy's going to get it. And there is, that doesn't exist. You can't throw it wide enough to where your guy can get it. Even if he's in front or nobody gets it like every, every single throw, unless it's a crosser. Right. Right. Unless it's a rollout crosser, every single throw, there's at least, 
a potential for it to be picked off. Um, and it's, yeah, that's, that's the frustrating thing. Cause in Madden 21, I had plenty of three, four interception games in Madden 21 too, but I knew on almost, almost all of them, as soon as I hit the button, fuck, that's right. picked, you know? Yeah. I, that, I'm good for one to two of those a game. I, I owned yeah. those one to two passes. Cause I will literally yeah. throw it right at a linebacker where I'm like, I'm looking <laughs> yeah. at him. I see him between my receiver and I'm like, Damn it! And I'm like, why did I just do it? Like, those are great. That's yep. a that's a video game thing. I get it. It's the other yeah. five that I'm like. It's the, the the mystery. Yeah, I like the black hole reference. Like, shit goes in and nothing ever comes out. <laughs> I think there there <laughs> is definitely a tendency to not always assign yourself the blame that's deserved. But I also think that in this version of the game, there are definitely a lot more scenarios where it seems like something is not functioning as it should in delivering the result. Um, I've been playing a lot of CPU games recently on my own in with our settings to try and test different sliders. And one, uh, one of the things I've noticed that I'll add, I think maybe the CPU plays differently um, than humans do, like even with the AI aspect. Uh, I've noticed on defense, like sometimes my defense doesn't, react to the CPU's offense correctly uh, in a way that I don't think it does with human players. But um, So take everything I'm saying with a grain of salt. But in doing these tests, I've noticed 95% of the time, if I throw deep and take control of the wide receiver, I cannot get them to jump. And I don't mean that in the way that last year's game wouldn't jump, where like they put their hands up and sort of like fall over. I mean like they're both waiting underneath the ball, just waiting. And it's gonna be a jump ball, and then I'm gonna stand up for this. My guy, my guy will go, huh? Yeah. But his feet don't leave the ground, and then the defense yeah. picks it off. And I'm like, wait, why won't he? Why can't I get him to jump? It's like this is beyond. This is beyond like the thing where the we had this thing with comp where we couldn't do a one-on-one -on -one play. It would always get batted away 100% of the time. We figured that out. It's like, oh, this is a problem with playing on comp this is something different on its own where i feel like i'm doing something wrong with my timing or my button press or something or maybe it's that i'm playing against the computer and against humans it doesn't do this i don't know exactly but i i'm watching these guys like they just won't jump and there's certain aspects like that where playing in this year's game certain guys are just not doing blank insert verb whether it's won't jump on a jump ball uh won't reach out and make a tackle when someone's right in their face won't um a db when you when you try and jump to get the so y is jump and x is sw is swat um this would be s triangle and square on playstation so swat they never jump and y is interception try and so they jump but if they're running chasing someone deep you want to be able to like jump up and swat the ball to get like max extension. And if you press Y, they'll just go, they'll like put their hands up and go, oh wow, that's a good pass. And then they won't reach for it. And if you press X, they'll swat at it, but they won't jump. And it's like this incredible illustration of, of in incontinence. It's like, they just are like, oh, I, I could go to the bathroom, but I guess I'm already peeing. It's like they, they don't know how to multitask their brains 
in the way that the game needs them to and definitely wasn't a thing before and it's just all these weird ways of inserting what feels like human error and it looks like that on when you watch a replay and that's part of what's frustrating too is when you show the video to someone else they're like eh, that was your fault and it's like i had the thing in my hands i know what i was doing the video doesn't show you that i'm trying to express and tell you that i wish you would just listen to me listen yeah <laughs> and I, instead they're I, like, oh, eh, you should have lobbed the ball it got to the point for me where I, where now i'm longing i'm longing for the ever repetitive volleyball animation like that, that doesn't seem so bad now yeah. at least they go up for, and i can expect what's going to happen <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean that was another I, that's hilarious game to bring that up. reminder yeah yeah, the yeah. old like setting it, um, yeah. and then and it usually of course now this year, like, yeah, this year would be intercepted because the tips are out of control. Oh fuck yeah. me! They the fact that okay, so uh, recently I, I think this is interesting because I think interceptions are a massive problem in the game, and I don't know that tuning them down is the right idea. We have we maybe did that whatever. It doesn't matter. The the base game shouldn't be like this. And I had a fifty fifty ball where it literally was like my wide receiver on a cornerback. And uh, or maybe it was the strong safety coming in or whatever, but but I was like, they I think my guy did jump or maybe he jumped, but I definitely didn't. No, he didn't. I was like, why is he just standing there? But he's like a six foot four receiver. He's got this, I guess. Okay, it's just going to be knocked away. No, nope, guy picked it and ran and ran, and I probably gave up a touchdown. But it's like, I just I was like that. Yeah, the, doesn't the returns are really strong too. <laughs> Well, oh, another thing, yeah, I remember what happened is there was this moment where I didn't know what happened. So I was like, fuck, I'm just going to run. So I started running because I was like, maybe I caught it. And then he had picked it. And now my wide receiver is like five yards the wrong way and had to come back. And I was just like, that shouldn't have been a catch for either of us. Just like, like I feel like every time I throw the ball, it's going to get caught. That's <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Some team is going to catch it. And my receivers are going to do, eh, they're going to give it a go. Like, there's no, like, I feel like, I'm going to about to make a hilarious. It's like somebody in England or somebody in Australia being like, I'm going to put my hand in this, uh, this black hole because eh, we get free health insurance. Where I'm more of an American guy. Like, I'm not putting my hand in that black hole. That didn't make any sense. I tried to make a reference to something that doesn't make any sense. And I don't even remember what I was going for there. The point is I don't need to get uh, punched in the face while being shoved into like a sword uh, while my feet are being kicked out front of me. And somebody's hitting me in a in the face with a pie. Like that's, it's just while pulling the rug out from under me, I feel like there's this game has such, such a way to just be so punishing and so violent to the experience is just so horrible. I just hate, it's like, I, I, I yet I'm totally like, uh, people are starting to drop out of the league. You got to tell me what happened with baby seat. Cause it's dropping I, I don't watch is this video. one word. Yeah. There's this guy in our league who's been in the league on and off for 10 years. He's a great dude, but he's, he's been known to sort of be like, you know what? I'm out. Um, and this year he kept playing and being pulled back in and then just playing like an asset. And which you could tell me about it in a second, because you said something about a punt. I was like, oh, that's actually interesting. But the game does bring that that black hole aspect brings something out. And so their interceptions are an issue. 
um, the receivers jumping and all that, like, the, again, like, was, okay, if you're not going to jump. We're never going stuff, to outline everything that's crushing no, I us. Know. Yeah. It feels, I, it yeah. feels like, it feels like on offense, the, the receivers and everybody on offense are just going through the motions. And it feels like the defense is playing for a Super Bowl in every game. Like that. That's a, that's if you're, a, that's what if your wide like. receivers don't have five yards open, then they're not open at all. Right. Yeah. It's like there's no fitting anything into a hole, it feels like. And right. same with running, where even when there's Nobody like a wide that. open. So when we were playing on all pro, the running was too easy because no one would reach a handout to ever slow anyone down. They would just be suctioned tackle like two squares becoming one rectangle. And now they're a little a lot better at it. So you'll see a lot of people see a hole in the middle and then they'll shoot through it and immediately get grabbed by someone and it's like we can't have a middle ground it feels like um i don't know i don't know that i don't know that i agree with that okay um we'll the la- well, now so the last <laughs> at least the last couple games that i played with the adjustments i actually liked the running game um i was pretty decent at it and i felt like if there was a hole there i could get through the hole but it wasn't like a a gaping automatic 10 yards and if I did get sort of caught, there would at least be animations, I felt like, to where my running back was struggling to still continue forward and the defender was still struggling to try and keep me from running forward. Uh, and so there was this back and forth. And sometimes one would win, sometimes the other would win. Um, I actually thought that the the running game, the last few games that I played, was actually so pretty the all well Madden, balanced. all Madden games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Uh, yeah, I mean, real quick. What was I'm the just question? I, who knows? I'm going to slightly change gears just to get your read on this. This is an interesting thing. Uh, Metacritic, I just looked it up real quick, and it, uh, the, this game we play on the Xbox Series X, uh, Series S, um, or X, um, it got a 70 overall. And I wonder, if you were like, let's not put a gun to your head, America or not, um, gun to your head, what would you give this on a scale of 0 to 100? Like when you factor it all in, Brian. Ooh, I feel like this is hard because I feel like there's really only a couple things that are really broken with it, but they're so broken that it ruins the entire experience. So like I, I just feel like if we could if we could take passing from Madden twenty one and put and put it with everything else from twenty two, it's probably like high eighties. Maybe even ninety. I um, like the control but, better. It's the yeah, it's the result like, that I don't like. <laughs> right, right. Like there there are so many things about it that actually are better. I would say the vast majority of the game is better to significantly better. Um, but it's just it's just the passing game that and the and the defense or whatever combination you want to call it, um, that is just so far off from manageable. And I'll say manageable for the average person, right? Because it's clearly like, there are people in our league who are doing fine. I have a metaphor. It's like yeah. if you, uh, if your high school crush, as like came to you in college and was like, "Oh, I really like you too," and it turns out she likes all your same hobbies, all your favorite movies, uh, it's beautiful, and you like get along about everything, except she's a Nazi. And you're like, ooh, that one thing is kind of the biggest right. thing. 
I was, like, was going to go, all these... but she started smoking. <laughs> but, no, okay. Nazi's good. <laughs> all, these, all these other things are great. E improvements, even, on my last girlfriend. But my last girlfriend wasn't a national socialist, supremacist, racist. Like, this is kind of the biggest one thing. And, and right. so, like, and then you, right. And it's like, then you go, uh, you're a Nazi. She's like, well, you're not even mad about the fact that I killed somebody. And you're like, wait, you also killed somebody? Because there <laughs> are like a couple other big bombs that are just like, it's a, this game is definitely a deal breaker. It, it brings the deal breaking to such a, because if you play it, and this is our, this is your belief, Jeff, and I, I will agree with it for through the rest of the season. I don't know. I, it might just be that I'm, I'm incapable of playing on an all Madden level, which I believe is true. But if we played it all pro, just the, the standard settings, the game in a sense is fucked up and too easy. Maybe they've adjusted it. I don't know. But it, it's like there's just some dumb shit that happens that is just whack. So you have to sort of tweak the, the game a little bit, or at least that's what we've decided. And then it's like, okay, well, it's also super whack. So I don't know. It's weird. Like winning my game today, in which I got into the pole position and knew I was not going to lose, no matter what, really. Like I, I was like, all I really have to do is X, Y, Z. You know, I remember earlier being like, maybe if we played 10 or 11-minute quarters, which I've lost the game 65 to 2. So let's not. Uh, <laughs> I've had that thought too. Not, I'll be. I'll be honest. Yeah. I've had that thought too. Like, if everyone was encouraged to slow down, because we had more time, maybe it wouldn't be forcing bad situations. But also, maybe seven pick games just become ten pick games. <laughs> yeah, it could also double your misery. <laughs> yeah, like then you start kneeling in the second quarter because you're just so frustrated. I I guess like, OK, so, Brian, if you had to give it a score, I mean, what you said is really interesting. Uh, the whole Nazi thing that Jeff's added. But if you had to give it a score, it is tough, right? Like what you're saying is it's tough because 70 sounds. I mean, it's one of the lowest rated Maddens in a while, but um, it that might be. I mean, Madden won game of the year when Longshot was in it. No big deal. Don't bring that back. Uh, hire me is all I'm that saying. is not um, long shot missing is not the problem with this game oh man it'd be so great if it had long shot five you know long shot london but i do think um i think 70 might be good like i don't see it as a 50 or 60 they but here's the thing it's impossible this is like a question that has no really good answer but do you are is your sense that people online and ea are like we did it, guys. Did it? Well, I, you, I think you you'd have it. to ask. I think you'd have to ask the the mutt crowd because that's the vast majority of people who play this game. So is that experience completely different? I, I guess with a seventy on Metacritic, it's it's not too much different. Um, but at the same time, like I feel like every year we go by on anything, like the popular thing to do is just shit on stuff, right? Like like. Nothing's ever going to get a great score on Metacritic anymore because everyone's somebody's going always going to find whatever the flaw is, and maybe we're doing that to a certain extent too, right? Like we're just shitting on something because we can. Um, but I don't know. I guess like my score, I guess I would give it like a. I'll give it a sixty-five. I was going to say sixty-five too. Yeah. 65 Jul Julian in the chat says right. eighty. It seems high. Eight. Oof. That's definitely too high for me. 
Um, yeah. I definitely wouldn't give it. I mean, okay, so Madden 21 got a 69. Um, nice. And I, I do think, here, here's kind of what I'm getting at is like, is EA proud of this game? Do they feel like they've nailed it? No, like no notes. Are they like, uh, we're fucked or are we in a situation? And this speaks to what, what Brian just said is this idea that everybody shits on Madden so hard that it actually makes the dev it puts the developers in such a fog of butthole juice that they're just like, uh, the game's probably great and everybody's just crapping on it. I think it's that last one because what I see of the discourse around Madden is dumb things. So it's hard to take any of it seriously when so much of it is dumb. Like, uh, I, I follow the Reddit, not really the Twitter crowd, um, and all the things on Reddit are like, oh my god, how come you can't change the snacks in your stadium? They had this in 2005. What the hell? And it's it's like globbing onto what I think are just the wrong things to give a shit about. It's, you know, that's the reason we have offensive coordinator trees this year is because everyone was bitching about offensive and defensive coordinators. And I'm like, do you play this game? You're the offensive and defensive coordinator. Who cares about some menu thing that with a title of a name of someone made up who's auto-generated? Like, who gives a shit? And now we have all these trees but of more magic ups and downs just, for abilities like that's all there just, is or it, it, plus one plus three you know the Go more on. components you add the more components you add with shit like that the more opportunity there is for something not to work right or to screw something else up i i agree i don't i mean i the concept again like everything with madden and is the, the concept maybe was a good idea probably unnecessary but maybe a cool idea it's always the implementation yeah. What I, all I was function. really saying is the people I see online are just focused right. on the wrong elements of what matters. They yeah. be, they do things like screenshot a bug of like Ryan Tannehill in the wrong jersey in a menu, and they're like, "Oh, this game is trash. This game is broken." And I'm like, right. "Video games have bugs. This one doesn't matter. Like, you're so focused on right. the dumbest things because they're like visually flashy in a picture, I guess. But I'm way more focused on." Tyreek Hill not being able to run past a CB uh, with infinite time and then be having the inability to jump uh, when the ball is underthrown. Like, that's what matters it to is, me. That's what I want fixed. It is really annoying, though, when you go into the uniform select screen and you scroll to the right once and your uniform disappears. So then you go back to the left one to the exact place you came from and it just gives you a random uniform when the game starts at that point. Like that's yeah, I, <laughs> I don't times. like the uniform select thing either. So you can actually set up. your defaults. Uh, yeah. Like, right. and I want to wear the 80, 85, 84 jerseys all the time, but I've had too mm -hmm. many games where it put me in the wrong thing, regardless of what I selected, and so I'm like, I'm not messing with the default yeah. anymore. It's such, yeah. it's so frustrating because that happened today. I had, I was like trying to eat. See, I, I woke up at seven and my opponent was able to play. He's in Australia, uh, in Alaska. So I was like, Hey, do you want to play? I'm fucking up early for no reason. And I was trying to get cereal, pee, plug my headphones in. So I didn't make any noise, like move the fucking room around. I was doing all this shit. And he's got to text me and be like, what Jersey am I wearing? Cause he couldn't see it on his screen. And I'm like, uh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's, you're not wearing purple now. Um, it was just dumb. It was just dumb. I, there's one thing I haven't talked about yet, which I, I think is, to me, the most critical part of this game. And I feel in some way 
like it's my fault. So when I was working uh, on long shot and then on the QB one modes, whatever, I would talk about story stuff. And I was like, well, you know, let's punish people if they fail. And there's this one designer who's, who's great. And he would be like, no, man, I don't think so. I'm like, well, if you fail, you, you know, and that way when you, you buck up, then you feel twice as good about it. Right. And this game, part of the, the biggest soul suck for me is that this game once, and this is where it's totally uh, the game of its time. Once you start slipping, there is no safety net to stop your fall. And that goes for in a game where your players just like your team falls apart and you they have all the momentum. And then out of the game where like if you lose a rivalry game, your entire team goes down by five morale. I'm like, bro, I'm fucking two and seven. <laughs> I don't I need the team to be like, hey, we we kept it within five touchdowns. Good job. <laughs> We're fired up. You know, I want to be able to, as a coach, to like give a speech, a fiery speech that like pumps my team up once or twice a year for a big game or when things are going wrong. I have a quarterback in Justin Fields who's now at 72 overall. What is like, I'm three and 10 or I'm four and 10. Like, what is the game doing to be like, okay, let's bottom this out. Let's help him out. Let's give him some overall points. Let's get morale up. Like, just to say, it should come up and say, like, hey, if you get five first downs in this game, not 15, not throw throw for 275 yards and three touchdowns. No, throw for 200 yards and no interceptions, and you're going to get a morale boost. Throw it for 150 yards. Don't turn the ball over this game, and we're going to give you a morale boost. You know, just, like, give – Give me sliding scale. Don't keep fucking fisting me every fucking time I do anything in this game. It's madness. And I'm like, the, what? What's that? Where, where, I was just going to say, where's where's the throw six or less picks dev upgrade opportunity? Yeah, I've missed every dev. I had a game where I was trying to win, so I didn't go for the dev upgrade. Then I was getting blown out and forgot to do the dev upgrade. And I was like, oh, man, that really... I should have thrown the whole game away and just kept throwing to this dude. If I threw an interception every time it was, it's just so frustrating. Like I had a game where I was getting mauled. I had, everything was against me, you know, whatever. I drop back. My dude is wide open in the flat. I throw a pass and it sails over him by like eight yards. And I'm just like, can I not have one six yard catch? When it's like second and ten, you can't give me one six yard. The guy would well, no, attack me. No, Todd, because then the Reddit threads would be like, "Oh, this game AI is cheating. It's not based on rubber band. Uh, yeah, it's not based on the players. It's just whoever they want to do well at any given time." So what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I gotta tell you, make it fun. A- 49 nothing on me and i can't complete a six yard pass to a wide open receiver it does but then then i'm like okay what do i do now like what what's my next play after that now it's third and ten like okay what interception who who wants an interception to <laughs> call it out defense because i'm gonna throw one so it's just like that brutality, yeah, that level of brutality in and out of game is just wild to me. And it's so crushing to the spirit. And I don't have a first round draft pick and I'm going to finish like fifth. 
sucks. Yeah. If, you, if you're at third and more than like six or seven, you might as well just go run verticals, throw it as deep as you can, let them pick it off because that that's your punt anyway. <laughs> so at least it shortens your interception Except return. you're distance. more likely to return a pick than a punt. Well, yeah. that's true. <laughs> I was like, should I start punting on third down? Because that way, like literally my chance to pick it, I had two pick sixes today. Um, I've had several games where I have defensive player of the week because I have two pick sixes by the same guy. Yet, I'm fucking four and ten. Not going great. Uh, and, th- and then the other thing that I was sort of referencing earlier is this idea, if I go into the game and I play very deliberately and very carefully and play with a ton of fear, then I can win the game. But that's not... That's not like, oh, I just showed up. I'm going to throw it around. Oh, fuck, I threw three picks. I got to be more careful next game. No, it's like I'm going to lose by 50 points and have seven to 10 turnovers if I show up unprepared. And I'm just like, that doesn't feel great. I feel like I could, if I went into any game, and I I feel like I could go into any game and be it within a one-score game in the fourth quarter if I never threw the ball. If I just ran it every single play, I would be willing to bet that I could be within one score of every single game in the fourth quarter. But I don't want to do that. Like that's again, that but takes away from the joy and the QB fun of rollouts, playing the game. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Got a couple of those sprinkled in. So okay, do, Jeff. Here's a question for you. Do you think Madden 22 is a better game for our league than Madden 21? Uh, I'm going to say no based solely on the fact that so many people are not just yearning to leave, but are leaving in violent ways. Um, <laughs> I, I, we lost Seat, who had been here for 10 years plus, uh, and he went out, no sugarcoating it, like an asshole. Uh, what was the that, that's situation? like... Uh, I'll explain it. It was like watching the Dark Knight, when the whole point of Joker's plan is like, I'm gonna corrupt someone who's great, and watch them become a villain because it makes me laugh. And that's Madden is the Joker, and Seat is Two Face. We're like, by the end of it all, uh, Seat's lost his mind and is burning the whole place to the ground on his way out. Uh, when before he was a model citizen. Um. <laughs> What was the question about the punt? Oh, he did a fake punt. This is long after he had he had already sewn his uh, blanket of dickitude, um, which was like diving to not tackle. Like he was. Yeah. What, just give us a quick rundown before the punt. So I made a point to tell everyone in the league as commissioner, hey, if you throw a pick, try and tackle the guy. All right. Pick sixes are already overpowered. It's just part of, of playing the game like you're not an asshole is trying to compete to win. And he unprompted did a public apology because he had been avoiding tackling in interceptions. I had actually clipped a video of you, Brian, doing the same thing. And it's just bad sportsmanship to not try and play the game. He, he took the extra step of apologizing for it afterwards. Then last night, He's down, I want to say, seven. He was winning at halftime in the third quarter. He's down seven. He throws a pick. Immediately, everyone starts diving to the ground. And I go, oh, not this again. Next time he's got the ball, does the same thing. Next time he's got the ball, does the same thing. I think there were four pick sixes where they dove out of the way. Uh, and he was on full, f- flipped the bird to everyone mode. 
um, and did a fake punt on one play where he hadn't uh, thrown an interception yet, completed the fake. It worked. It was a pass. Guy is standing there one inch from the from the first down marker, and he's like, this is good. And he waits there, and he doesn't cross the first down line. And then he gets tackled and fumbles because the next guy wrecks him. Like Literally, he had five seconds to himself just standing there because, you know, it was a fake. Everyone was like, oh, I didn't think he would. Okay, yeah, go, go back and go get him from the punt return. He tackles. He fumbles. I don't remember if it's returned or not, but I guarantee you if it was returned, it was because he didn't try and tackle the guy. Uh, and I think there was a, a kickoff after that where he started doing one of those, like, dance moves on his way out of the end zone and probably fumbled on that too and same thing uh it was just it was a real like if if he'd had the ability to control it this would have been his dance moves on his way out of the end zone he would have just been flipping the bird everywhere it's amazing it was a real meltdown yeah it's the thing is, what's interesting to me about diving out of the way, which I have also done, because you just want the ball back so you can try to enjoy the game, only to remember seconds later that it's not fun to throw picks. Today, I threw my interception, and I was kind of annoyed by it because I was like, how did the CB just rocket fuel past my wide receiver and catch rocket, it? Rocket, like rocket I, fuel. Okay. And then I was well, so annoyed, okay. but the very next play, I had a pick six in the positive because – you cannot you cannot throw the ball in Madden 22 without getting if you're down just getting fucking your ears well, boxed like every year there's just certain routes that don't work uh, i mentioned right. before you can't you couldn't throw Already. a wheel route last year without it being automatically picked off which is like impressive in its own way if you think about it uh this year yeah. post routes don't seem to work because uh, no matter how much open space you have, the ball takes so long to travel that if there's a safety back there, they they catch up to the spot. Um, this is a recent observation. I've not shared it yet because I'm sure everyone would just tell me to lob it or some bullshit. Um, wait. I'm waiting. Oh, I said can't wait for oh, somebody to sure. say that. Um, but cool. <laughs> yeah, so like, there's things like that that are annoying. And I'm like, okay, I won't throw to post routes anymore, which sucks because that should be an effective route in the tree but what can you do um and yeah it's annoying that especially deep routes the deeper routes are the ones that i've aside from crossers they seem to be the least effective means of moving the ball uh even when it's one-on-one even if your guy beats one-on-one it's pretty impossible to not get picked off throwing deep and that's subsequently you know one of the more exciting potential plays in a game too is, oh, I have a guy open deep and I'm going to throw it. And it seems like it's not only picked off nine out of 10 times by pretty much anyone. It doesn't even have to be like a ball hawk, but it's also returned for a touchdown one out of every two times. Uh, I don't remember the question. I'm just real bummed about seat. Uh, knew him, we knew him a long time yeah. and that was not the way I would like to see anyone go. I think, I think that goes back to what Todd was saying at the beginning, though, right? Where where he was actually winning at one point, and then in the second half, you throw the pick, and then you get a pick six. Like, at that moment when the first one happens, it, you already know you're fucked. Like, you're just going to throw one after the other, after the other, after the other. Like, it, it's almost, it, it's so, it's such a gut punch because you know how the play, the game goes, right? And so, it's like for him, in that scenario he had done enough to be in the lead and like, you're feeling okay. And then all of a sudden something like that happens and you just know, uh, well, okay, that's it. 
that, that that's how the game makes you feel that like even though it's not true even though it's not true one mistake like that feels like it's over i've and i've finally i figured it out based on what you just said and the seat thing madden 22 subtitle should be tin cup right it's tin cup Oh, like, he just keeps it. going for the shot. Yeah, he just keeps it and just dunking it into the water time and again. It's like, fuck it. You know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. That's that's this game is is the tid cup of Madden's. So, okay. Now, uh, we will wrap up shortly. I don't want to go too long. Plus, I'm starving. Um, here's here's my question. And I, I think, Jeff, you you've said some interesting things about this already. I think Madden tw- I think Madden 21 was an exceptional game in that we got four seasons out of it in which it really was good. I, I feel like in Madden 20, maybe Madden tw- 19, it was sort of like after two seasons, certain people figured it out. And once you figured it out, you kind of were set. And the people who hadn't figured it out were like so far behind at that point. Madden 21, I feel like we really, really did get four solid seasons. The fifth season was questionable or whatever I, I i think it was a bad idea and that i think it's just sort of we could have left it at an enthusiasm point and we were i think months away playing, from playing the next game though in totally agree i think brian was one of the big people bringing that bell it's like i think we should stop and we're like well the play is play but i think we should have stopped i understand what you're saying but it's almost like an off season it's like it's like the nba instead of quarantine to the next season you need you need like three or four months off um but, but so I think I think Madden 21 was quite an excellent game, only in that it gave us that many games in which we didn't feel like the game was broken. People were tired of it. There were some things that you know you could keep going to the same place, whatever. But ultimately, I still think it's a good game. So the so there's this like question of like, would you ever go back? And I don't. I I would never in a billion years ever be like. Well, what if we do the league and we go back a year? You know, we go back to Madden 15 and uh, as the Madden 16 league. And there's part of me though now that's like, what if we did go back and did some fucking weird shit and just just tried, like had two leagues? Because I don't want to quit on the Madden 22 league because it is the new thing and there is great new stuff. But there's something about it that feels like if we reset the Madden 21 league, that we could actually have a nice, fun football experience, and that. Uh, I guess I'm asking you to dispel my rose-colored Maddens. Sure. Well, I'll say I have not really played the Xbox One version of 22, which is, I think is what you're suggesting we'd go back to. Uh, so I can't say what does or hasn't changed from 21. Likely there are some small changes. Maybe wheel routes work now. Maybe they're super OP. I have no idea. Uh, I know we would lose momentum, which is a gain. Uh, in my opinion. Um, but I, I don't know if that wouldn't next... suck the, the lungs out of us as a group just as much uh, to try and start yeah. over from from a point like that. Madden well, 21, me... next-gen yeah. fantasy draft. Okay, but is right. Madden 21 next-gen better? Yeah, yeah. It was. Is it I would better say... than xbox one version well, that's too many numbers being thrown around he's saying yeah, yeah, yeah. going from 22 next gen to 21 next gen i'm saying going from 22 next gen to 22 old gen and 
I I mean I didn't play 21 next gen or 22 old gen, so I don't have a comparison. My my only point I'm gonna say is outside of you know being a Nazi, I do think this game has some good things. I do like our current settings for the most part on all Madden. I would like to see us try a little longer. I I feel horrible for everyone leaving, but it's only been like three weeks on these settings, and my personal opinion is, is that it's actually played pretty well. Uh, you have to learn the, the nooks and crannies, and one of those, unfortunately, is if someone's not 10 feet open, they're not open at all. And uh, that's that's a hard pill to swallow, but I think once people like sort of learn that, maybe it'll get a little easier. <laughs> The nooks uh, and crannies are don't throw into a nook and don't fucking throw into a cranny because you're going to get pick six. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was shit like, like that last year, too, you know. Where yeah, of course. Every underthrown just, ball was picked, too. Right. It's been uh, a while since I've played it now, but thinking back, like Madden 21 next gen. And remember, there was a lot of us that played Madden 21 next gen and stopped playing it because it played so much different than Madden 22 in the sense that the player movement was different and all of those things. But all that stuff is the good thing about Madden 22. But I feel like it's the, like Madden 21 next gen is Madden 22 without all the bullshittery and, and the most recent roster update. Because you could throw the ball in Madden 21 next gen. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to test that theory. Yeah. I don't. I don't imagine do, but... they would have changed the game to be like last year. You could throw this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting really? to me really? because the the I. <laughs> I don't think they had time to make that. those changes. I think they would probably mm -hmm. just copy paste right. the game, add M Factor, and call it a day. Yeah, but like part of me is interested in going back, but only under certain conditions, which would be like we we have two leagues because the truth is like. Two games a week just isn't enough for me in Madden 22 because they go by so fast because I'm getting I'm my bell is getting rung so hard because you like, don't have what? children. That's, that's true. Yeah. Um, and the you know playing like in a secondary league, but it does make me th think like okay, well let's rip off some let's not rip off some band aids, but just get a little wild. Like let's do the fantasy draft. Let's see if it works or download the new rosters then advance five years and that way we've got rookies or whatever just try to do something that injects that life or that joy or that that league ridiculousness um as if you did a draft and you drafted the first i don't know i think first 10 would probably be as much as people could take but maybe you do 15 maybe you do all 22 if people are totally psychotic but it's like I don't know. I, I don't know how, what that would look like or what it would be. Todd, There's there are 53 people on a football team, not 22. I know, but you're not going to draft. like We're not having a 53, a 32. You know what? If you have 32 people that are going to do a 53-person draft, great. I can't we wait can't to see We can't even get 32 people for seven rounds. Right. That's what I, right. So I'm saying like if you do ten, the first 10 and then you sim it from there, whatever, I think you define your team in that first 10. Um and it's interesting because you're like, okay, am I going to go defense, offense, whatever? Um, but I don't know. It's it's just interesting. And in Madden 22, it doesn't make me go, well, what if we tried that? Because it's just like, no, you're still going to get, <laughs> still going to get your face dented in with every snap. Um, I don't know. It's it's interesting to me. But okay, in conclusion, uh, like, do you think we get two full seasons out of Madden 22? Yes, right? 
I Pro think so, probably. yeah. Probably. We're going to live say, across the finish at, le at least for this season, you know, all those, like, let's change game. I don't, I'm not even going to think that out loud until we finish this first season. Yeah. Um, I, think, I don't think it deserves think that... to be talked about until we can get through at least one season and, and sort of look backwards. Because, one, we still have a couple weeks to go with our current settings. And outside of the people who are, like, doing a nine interception, dive at your feet, fuck you, kind of, I'm out uh, situation... I think a lot of people do like the current settings. I, I do like the current settings. I think there's one or two things I wish would change, and maybe a slider would change it. I don't know. Uh, but outside of, like, those things that we spent a lot of time talking about, to, it's like, I mean, we already went over this. It's the Nazi thing. A lot of this game is good. The things that are bad are the worst they have ever been, and it hurts a lot. Um, I would like yes. to see people stop quitting because I hate recruiting new people, and I certainly don't like seeing my friends r leave the place where we all talk to each other in a, a double-fisting fade of glory. Um, Throwing Molotov cocktails yeah. behind them as they run off. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, this, like, this is probably my largest friend group in any one isolated location. Uh, so to see someone, like, get on their horse and giddy up on out is not a good feeling. Um, Fucking weird. So yeah, that's uh, the part that's to be okay. Here's my my summary thought: the game is not bumming me out as much as the discourse around the game is bumming me out, and that discourse includes people leaving and having the worst time of their life. Because I don't like watching people be miserable any more than I like experiencing mis misery. Right. That, that's right. why. That's why I'm. Yeah. That's why I just made the choice to put it on the game. And just stop playing the game and still be part of everything else that's happening because it's it's the game itself that is frustrating me and like if I can just remove that part of it, everything else is great. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it is. It's like part of me wants to get you back in the league to play me, but that's gonna make one of us want to fucking murder animals because well, one of us is gonna get beat forty-one nothing. I just watched the the Jaguars play the Texans. Uh, you may have seen my reaction because someone won and the very last play of the game. It was a great game. There was a lot of rollouts and a lot of crossers on those rollouts, uh, but the final score was under 50, and it came down to the last play of the game, which was exciting. So, I don't know. There's still fun to be had here, I hope. I, agree. I mean, I really do agree there's fun to be had. I'm just... I, I guess I just want to play the kind of games I used to play in my division where it was like a close game. I've yeah, but you also the invented the, the rollout crosser, Todd. <laughs> I remember well, playing with you as the Chiefs, and literally oh, right. my plan the whole game was QB contain, QB contain, user the safety to wherever Tyree Kill was running across the field. And I think I got like seven picks on you, and it was glorious. And, I was, and you're like, I, oh, how'd I you do that? And I was like, I watched you play once, and I knew what to do. <laughs> I'd do it again. Uh, all right. I, I think we've, so that's, I feel like it's valuable to talk about again. We've done a deep dive. This is a very special episode. And I think it's, I think this conversation has been interesting. I just, do you trust EA to do updates? This is the final thoughts. Uh, do you trust EA to do updates that make the game better? Do you trust Madden 23 to be a must 
purchase game because they're going to have evolved and they're going to be like, oh, this was the stuff that wasn't. Or are you sort of like, man, this game might go the way of the coelacanth. Can if I you go remember first? Remember that Volkswagen or NBA Live? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, no, I don't trust EA on any level. Number one, number two. This was the same conversation we had when we were waiting for the scouting update that I I didn't want to wait for. Uh, and everyone's like, oh, don't you want to you know have all these improvements? And I said, how do you know there'll be improvements? How do you know it'll be any better? We're just going to wait a month for this thing that they won't give us any details on. And it was supposed to be here a month ago. Like, why do we think it's going to be better and not just different? Turns out, in and I told you so, I love it. Uh, we all hate the scouting update. It's not better. It's not an improvement at all. It's just different. In fact, it's mostly just automated now and kind of boring. Um, that point towards the game as well where they're kind of denying that there's a problem they think this game is good they give public statements saying like oh scores are the most accurate to the nfl average that they've ever been and things like that and like people were complaining about zones being broken when the game launched and there was a quote going around from one of the producers that was saying like oh no if you look at the average score of an nfl game the average score of our game you know they're within like two points of each other and all the comments would be like we play six minute quarters you dolt uh, like they shouldn't anyway um the other half of that being all the feedback they're getting are about things that don't matter and so if they even were reactive to feedback it wouldn't if they're listening to the audience it would be the wrong things it would be such the wrong things and uh so like let's say they Jeff, make a bunch you of have changes. the opportunity you have the opportunity to make stadium beers more affordable now. <laughs> that's foamier, what we want foamier uh well that's I I Everyone do, focuses I... on like jerseys being wrong in certain situations. No. Or like, oh, this corner of the end zone is supposed to have a flag. And I'm like, that that's not what to focus on. But if they're gonna listen to the feedback from Reddit and Twitter, that's all that matters. Is like, oh, this is the wrong fight song playing in, in this stadium. And it's like, yeah, is that sloppy? Sure. Do I care more about QBs being able to roll out infinitum? Yes! Do something about that before you give a shit about the Chiefs flag in Tiger Stadium or whatever the fuck. Yeah, it's tough because like, I know that the, that the leaders of that game are message board hawks. They're not visionaries. They, they believe their community, that they look to their community to make fixes. And it's like the, it's like the vocal minority. And it's tough because I uh, like, yeah. So I, yeah, I'm I discouraged. And this could be NBA Live. I, I don't want to go all the way back to the, the whole 2K5 thing, right? But there needs to be competition. And I think that's a that's a big part, regardless of, of EA being EA or whatever it is. Like anytime there's competition for something, it, it forces both parties to be better. Um, and there's just no motivation for EA to to really do something outstanding uh, when there's no competition against them. So I, I don't care if it's 2K. I don't care if it's some place studio we've never heard of or anything. There needs to be a license, an NFL license that's given to, to another studio to make a game. It's interesting um, that you mentioned that because with NHL 2K, I remember the year that EA went to the stick controls. I think it was seven, like to K seven O seven, um, and this was probably mentioned on the podcast, which influenced my opinion a lot back then. Sports anomaly. Uh, 
I think 2K was still the better playing game, and people said, like, when you play the game, that stick thing is neat, but the game plays better playing 2K. But within, like, three years, EA had caught up, and they had the stick thing, and it wasn't the features of franchise mode changing your beer that made people move to EA's game to the point where 2K stopped making their game. It was that the on-the-ice experience felt better playing the EA game. And so when you bring up competition, I think what we would actually see, unfortunately, would just be like, oh, 2K lets you change their beer prices. Let's go over there. And on the field probably wouldn't be all that much better. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't know. Like, cause, cause with, with like Rich has talked about this for, for a long time on his podcast, like with, cause he was a big, uh, a big Pez soccer guy. Right. And, and he continuously touted that heavy Pez is a much better playing game, but they don't have, the they don't licenses, have the licenses. Yeah. yeah. So people want the licenses. And so they're going to play a, an inferior game because of the familiarity of what's in it. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's somewhere in there. Yeah. It's, yeah. All right. That's enough. I think we've heard enough. I'm bored with us now. All right. To close, <laughs> let's, uh, let's give a Netflix minute. What's something you would recommend people watch this month how long before the next podcast week let's let's say week uh <laughs> this quarter jeff what what 1986 movie are you probably going to reference right now um oh i just watched something oh what was it oh i watched hot summer nights uh which was a movie i don't remember who wrote or directed uh it's one of timothy chalamet's earlier movies it was pretty good um, it's got a lot of other actors in it. You'd be like, I know that person, but don't know their name. Uh, like the girl from It Follows was in it. And um, I'll recommend it. It's on Showtime streaming right now, I think. And uh, it has some weird children fetishing teenage girls thing going on. Um, but I think that would be very at home with your 80s dialogue, uh, like a John Hughes movie. So I'll give it a pass even though it's from like two years ago. <laughs> I feel you. Uh, and I'm not going to watch it. Uh, Brian. Uh, I'm a, I know I'm also behind, but I've been watching the shit out of Yellowstone lately and it's really damn good. I think I really like it. There was an episode today. Actually, I watched that. It's the first episode I didn't like, um, but more so because of it, it was, I, it's, it's season two. It's I the fell season off two that finale. Show. I'll be honest. I started the, it stopped. The season, the season two finale, they, they spoiler alert, um, if you want to watch it and you haven't yet, but they, they kidnapped the, the kid. Um, and I just, I, I don't like that shit. I don't like stuff with bad stuff happening to kids. Um, part of that's just being a parent of two little kids. But, um, but other than that, other than that episode where, of that storyline, which was relatively short, um, I really like it. I, I think it's good. I want to recommend so, something else. Yeah. Uh, sure. Okay, so I've been trying to watch all the Child's Play movies um, because that show was coming out, and so I started watching the show also. I got through all the movies but the last one. Two of those movies are exceptional comedies. Uh, the uh, titles are going to be hard for me here, so I'm going to do a quick Google. Um, but the, the two movies before they became like indie movies uh, are two of the best horror comedies I've ever seen. And I cannot recommend them enough, even though I cannot remember their names. Ah, they were Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky, which is when Jennifer Tilly is introduced. She's hilarious. The movies are hilarious. They make great referential humor around 
her as an actress in in seed of chucky um that are really funny at one point they get on the phone and the doll is talking and jennifer tilly is talking and they're playing like this who's actually talking thing it's really really funny uh and it's um incredibly progressive they had uh gender fluid characters back in 2004 and we're very respectful of them which i i feel like you can't watch 30 rock in 2010 and get that so uh seed of chucky and bride of chucky very very high recommendations for me the show is did not okay. see that coming what a what a threesome of recommendations from uh jeff i mean if, just if, watch just gonna throw, if he's gonna throw another one in then i'm gonna throw in one more too i'm gonna uh i'm gonna go with invasion on apple tv plus Good shit. That's, that's, I, only a few episodes in, but so far, pretty interesting. All right, then I'm going to give two. Uh, number one, West Side Story. I'm not sure if it's out yet. I, I went to a screening, and I was like, yeah, let's just see this. I w- it was exhilarating. The love story aspect of it is not great. Every other aspect of it is absolutely astonishing. Um, I couldn't believe how much I loved it and just how I felt about it afterwards. I hadn't felt that way about a movie where I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I felt the way I felt about karate kid when i was 12 you know like i just want to come home and do the stupid kick um and the other thing i'll recommend is a movie called red rocket it's sean baker's oh, i've, uh, I've seen the trailer film. for that one. Oh man so uh he did florida project he did tangerine he's he's kind of legendary in a smaller indie way and i've i've been like okay i'm not sure about him red rocket is one of my top two favorite movies of the year and it's it's a it's wild. So um, yeah, that's that's it. As soon as you get a chance to see it, I'm not going to tell you anything about it because I didn't know anything about it. I just sat down and I was like, "Holy shit, that's what this! Wow, it's it's pretty it's it's a rollicking ride." And it's I I don't even want to say anything more than that. Okay, that's our podcast. Thank you for being here, you two. Uh, and I think this a, it was a worthwhile chat. And I'm glad that Sports Anomaly is back. And now we're going to be back with the Xmas Christmas movie draft in no time flat. Um, all right, Jeff, send us out. Please don't leave uh, the Discord if you're miserable, but also stop playing if you're miserable because we don't like misery. Heavy air. Yeah.